Hello, bitches. Welcome to Resting Bitch Face. It's Julie and Justine back again. Flavor for your ears. <laughs> Wasn't that like a 90s thing? Flavor like... for your ears. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's pretty bad. I should re-record that. Ah, we'll leave it. Anyways, we don't believe in editing shit around here. Um, no, yeah, we're we too have, real like, for no that. Plans for today. So we're just going to talk and I'm sure we will go on 50,000 tangents and I'll have a bunch of notes. So yeah, I have Let's a glass do the of wine. I'm a, little, I'm a little tipsy. Not, I'm not tipsy, but I'm like starting to get giggly. So okay, we'll see, we'll see where fun. this goes by the time this glass of wine is done. Um, but yeah, Damar Hamlin. So obviously when we recorded this time last week, um, because the game where the injury happened was the Monday night game we recorded on the Tuesday. And I was like, yeah, so shook up, so fucked up over it. And for those of you who maybe don't follow sports or don't know, uh, and even if you don't care, I'm giving you the fucking update <laughs> because this is the most like incredible positive news that could have happened. Yeah. So all day Tuesday, no update all day Wednesday, no update. Um, and then on Thursday, it was like, the do- uh, the doctors who had been caring for him at the University of Cincinnati Hospital actually went on live on like YouTube and Facebook and everything. Oh, I didn't the Bills see page. that. Wow. Um, and they basically, I'm gonna like get emotional talking about it because it's crazy. But they said that he woke up, um, he could move his hands and feet, um, and the first thing that he asked them was, "Did we win?" And that's just like crazy because it's like, yeah um Rex Ryan who actually used to be the Bills coach like years and years ago and he hosts one of like the pre-game day things uh before the Saturday games he like broke out in tears and he said it best he's like as fans we needed to hear that you know what I mean so yeah um yeah DeMar Hamlin's gonna be okay he got released yesterday from the Cincinnati hospital he's back in Buffalo now in the Buffalo General Hospital just um he can walk and he can talk and he's gonna be okay everything's good but obviously he had a fucking heart attack you know what I mean so he's gonna have to go still go through like the therapy and all of that, that stuff is insane. but um, he is so what was he he's 24 and he had a heart attack well they said cardiac arrest that's the heart attack right yeah yeah cardiac oh arrest God. um but they don't know like the cause they don't know exactly what happened like on this Instagram live or, or sorry Facebook live and stuff that the doctors went on um, people were asking them questions like do you have any idea at all what caused this and they won't know for like a very long time but um it, it's it's so fucking crazy like the sport is so dangerous you know we talked about all this last week but uh it's such positive news because I feel like everyone was kind of thinking the worst and feeling the worst like it was so scary and um just yeah the news is incredible the bills played on Sunday it was so emotional I was like sobbing through like the first quarter of the game because of course they um because the the doctors when they went on the live they said that the bills um like medical staff that came like because they're the ones that always come on the field first when a player goes down they said that the one guy knew exactly what to do he started administering the cpr right away and he was like crucial in saving his life that's amazing um yeah so they obviously honored their like their medical team and everything before the game and they all when they ran out of the tunnel they all had like flags that said like you know do it for Damar and everything and um Aww. they scored a touchdown like right on their opening play it was insane and it was um yeah it was just like such an emotional game so were you crying but yeah I said that I was crying through like the first half the whole- I was just like oh. <laughs> um Aww. but yeah positive news yeah and uh, also some more positive news is his toy drive on GoFundMe has, it's almost at $9 million, $8,707,720. And that's 245,000 donors. It's amazing. Yeah. That's really amazing. And so now that's good he, news as well. he on his clothing line chasing millions that he has as well, he posted um, t-shirts that just went up that say, did we win? And he's donating all the profits to that, to the, to the medical team that like took care of him at the oh, hospital. Wow. So, um, so, so much positive stuff came from this. I'm just so happy with how it all turned out. Cause <sighs> I was real scared, but yeah, happy stuff. Yeah. Positive stuff. Um, 
how are we doing with our, it's the 10th of, of January. So how are we doing with uh, the new year so far? Any positive changes? Um, I feel like I kind of started my, my like self improvement changes um, towards like the end of last year, but I'm like continuing with everything I've been doing. Um, training a little bit harder, working out, just trying to like lift a little bit heavier, get a bit stronger, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, everything so far is good for me. Uh, what about you? Pretty good. Um, I've been working in my planner and been making it all pretty every night. Oh, you can't see it. Oh, Julie fun. has this space filter on in the background. She looks like <laughs> she's Sandra Bullock in Gravity. Oh my God. And, she, funny. <laughs> and she has, um, and she's like trying to show me her planner, but like the, the filters just coming through. <laughs> but I, I've been using my stickers and kind of like planning my day the night before so that I'm not scrambling for like what am I doing today the next day um I've been working out I got on the scale today for the first time in like probably three weeks and I'm down five pounds so that's awesome because I was afraid to get on the scale I was pretty sure I'd gained five ten pounds so that's awesome um and I'm just kind of trying to focus on time management getting things done and also I want to get like a little book or just maybe find a good website for positive affirmations and meditation. I just feel like such a scattered person all the time. And I've been really hard on myself a lot lately. So I just want to be nice to myself. That's like something I want to focus on. Yeah. I think so. we all need to be nice to ourselves. And oh yeah, going back to what we kind of discussed last week with the new year's resolutions and I think one thing that's really important is that, and this can go for absolutely anything, like if you want to work out or if you want to, you know, anything, if you miss a day or don't feel like doing it for one day, like you can't beat yourself up, like just make sure yeah. the next day you get back on track. You know what I mean? Like just because you did, you forgot to work out or you didn't feel like working out one day doesn't mean that you have to like start all over with your fitness journey. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? Like just keep going because these things aren't just like a new year's resolution or anything like that. Like these things to improve ourselves, they're, they're genuine, like lifestyle changes mm -hmm. and just changes to your habit. Like I, I, I haven't read this book, so I don't know if, if I'm just talking out of my ass right now, but there's a book called atomic habits. And I think that that's what they teach in that book is like, it's not about doing all these crazy changes to to change your life it's about just like incorporating new habits every day like I was adding thinking something about new reading that. I've heard a lot of good stuff about it so yeah oh and I definitely want to there's this Instagram page called the Barta house b-a-r-t-a and it is the most beautiful minimalist home and I am obsessed with it I'm so in love with it and I'm like what I wouldn't give to get to a point where I was like that. And, and basically she keeps saying like, it's so much easier to clean and to care for your home when you don't have so much stuff. And they very, they live very minimally. And I would love to do that. Oh, mm. dreams. So I know some of it's so extreme though. Like I'm not going to call myself a hoarder because by no means am I a hoarder. Like I will get rid of anything that I don't like anymore. But mm -hmm. like, I like, want my books and like I want to all my different pots and pans that I cook with and like you know just everything right yeah but I don't need like two of the same pot and pan I don't I have right now I have two instant pots and two crock pots because Ryan and I both had one when we moved in and I don't need them so yeah. stuff like that you know and, and her countertops are so clear like there's nothing on the oh got it I just dream of a life that way because I, I do feel very overwhelmed and very overstimulated with all the things that are around me. So you have to Marie Kondo it. I know if it I'd does really not like bring you joy, and toss it. Things. yeah, it's, it's, it's easier said than done. It's an overwhelming task, but it can be done. Yeah. Um, one thing that, um, is actually really helpful for like, self like I don't know I don't want to say self-discovery but just like a 
becoming more self-aware and stuff is journaling. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like journaling is so underrated. Um, If you just force yourself to write even like one page every morning or something like that, like the things that you will realize about yourself that like are deep in the back of your mind that you did not even realize, like things that were bothering you or anything like that. Like, it's crazy because you know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, I don't know what to write. I'm not going to journal. Literally just start writing anything. And like, it's, yeah. it's like anything else that takes practice, but like the things that come out and everything, like for me, at least I can only speak from my own experiences, but I really love journaling. It's so good for my mental health. Like, I feel like my main things are like working out, journaling, meditating, and reading. Those are like my four things that like, if I don't do those, I am like a completely different person. Like I am a monster. So yeah. Yeah. I definitely think that I need to, I I think I maybe would like a guided journal because a lot of the time I just don't even know what to write. Typically my type of journaling that I do every day is a brain dump. So I'll just sit down and write everything that comes to mind, but it doesn't, it's just basically a giant to-do list. It's not particularly something that is for my mental health. It does help with my mental health, but maybe I'll find a good guided journal and start dedicating, you know, five, 10 minutes a day to that. That might help. I love that stuff. Same. I love just putting a pen to paper. Yeah, same. Sometimes it's harder. Some days it's harder to do than others for me. But um, yeah, I love I love journaling and just, you know, like Kylie Jenner said once, realizing stuff. I thought you were gonna say, realize, realize, realize. No, that video from like I don't know. I want to say it was like New Year's, like 2016 or something. And Kylie Jenner's like, I just feel like this is the year of like realizing stuff. And like my friends and I are just like realizing <laughs> things. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, um, that's so funny. Guess what I watched this weekend? What I took a break from the Whitakers to watch Beavis and Butthead. Uh, the new season that just came out last year. There's a year. new season? Yeah, which I didn't even realize. I had no idea. Because all of the seasons and all the movies are on Paramount Plus. And then I saw uh, 2022. I was like, what? Um, it It is so good. Like the first episode, it? it's like them in an escape room. It's so funny. I, I mean, really liked Beavis and Butthead. That's like, I mean, that's I like it though. type of comedy maybe it's just because I smoke a lot of weed maybe if I didn't I wouldn't find it as funny but I've liked them since I was a kid I think it's hilarious <laughs> I was thinking maybe I would revisit Daria I feel like Daria love Daria probably right up my alley right now <laughs> I haven't watched that since I was a kid but you know I like that I did too. a rewatch of Daria during COVID actually oh yeah I binged the whole thing so good love it what was that show on MTV? It was like controversial. It was about young people having sex and it was like unwrapped or uncovered or un something. I have no idea what you're talking about. Un- Golly, that's going to drive me nuts. Oh, God dang it. That's going to drive me nuts. It was some, it was a scripted show on MTV and it was young people having sex it was really controversial. I'm surprised you didn't see that. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, I remember room raiders out. where they would like go to the people's rooms and like hold the black light to their blankets. Oh my God. Yeah, I remember that show. That was and also, I think this was strictly MTV Canada. I don't know if it was in the States, but One Girl, Five Gays. I've never heard of that before. Oh my God. It was so good. So it was a host. It was like Aaliyah Jasmine, who was like an MTV Canada host back in the day. And then um, Lauren Collins, who plays Paige on Degrassi, The Next Generation. Uh, she ended up hosting the last couple seasons of it. But it was them and then a room of just five gay, gay guys. Um, 
you know, toward the last couple seasons, they were like influencers or had been on shows before, but before they were just like average guys who lived in Toronto Uh and they would just like ask them questions about like literally anything. And they would just like get into debates and have like funny conversations about it. It was so good. It was on like at 11 o'clock every night and they actually rebooted it because I saw it on Crave. It's called like one queen five queers so they're doing the same thing with uh with a drag queen and then um you know probably just a group of people who are attracted to all gender identities but um so I haven't watched the new one but the original one was so good I found that show well I along the same lines when you said room raiders um on TikTok today I was scrolling through and I saw some clips of next do you remember that show? Yes, yes. I like that show too. I love when people go get nexted immediately. That was always my favorite. The second they stepped off the bus, I was like, next. I love that. So mean. <laughs> um, I found that MTV show I was talking about. It's called Undressed. And I do not remember this show. So the series follows the relationships, both romantic and sexual, of young people often high schoolers, college students, and 20-somethings in the Los Angeles area. The series was controversial for its frank discussions about sex, including depictions of promiscuous behavior between between teens, as well as same-sex relationships. (gasps) It's very scandalous. And I remember watching that probably entirely too young. I think this show came out in 99, so I was 11. And just... You know, when you would like watch something and you know, you're not supposed to be watching it. So you'd like have your hand on the back button. That yes. way if the parent comes in, you would hit the last channel Me at button. every sleepover as a kid watching like the yes. Playboy channel with yes. hands on the remote when the parents come in. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, exactly. Exactly. Because they had that last channel button. That way you just hit that and you'd be oh. back on Nickelodeon or something. Is this show like the Sunday night sex show type of thing or is it um it's scripted okay it's a scripted show I would like to revisit that but I used to love that old lady that did the sex show I Su- remember Su- watching Johansson. that oh my god she's a g she's in an episode of Degrassi she like goes oh, to really? Degrassi and like teaches them she like shows them how to put a condom on a banana She's still around? She's 92. This was, well, this episode aired in like 2004 that I'm talking about. But I yeah, say, I felt like she was 80 back when I watched her. I still remember That's some of the questions that people asked. Like, I remember being like, I, I hadn't even lost my virginity yet. And I knew the answers to half of these questions. Like, people were fucking dumbasses on that show. Like, I remember somebody called in and they asked if they could have sex with their boyfriend with a tampon in. And this bitch literally had to draw a graph of like where her tampon sits inside of her vagina and like the dick and showing her that the tampon is just going to get lodged like further and further in you. It's like, how do you not understand that? Where do you think the tampon is going to go? I don't know. There were a lot of kids like me whose parents never talked about anything sex related with them. Like my mom just threw the body book at me, like the the book that all of us had in our early teens that taught us about our periods and all and puberty See, and I had a shit. book that was called the period book and it that, was like oh, a that's cartoon the that's the one I had did you yes it's black black and white right I, I think the so yeah it was cover. like a cartoon yeah yeah yep. mm-hmm. iconic yep my mom gave me that book and that's how I learned about sex and the period and all that stuff she just like here learn about this I don't want to talk to you about it <laughs> oh man yeah we all had that book all of us oh my god that's so funny I know I know it was the sign of the times I mean you have a child like how do you talk to your son about sex have you have you had that talk Uh uh-huh uh when he was like nine I think Um, well that's young but honestly sorry I don't mean to like freak you out but I was gonna say also I feel like kids nowadays are like having sex a lot like younger Mm mm-hmm well, and they know a lot more. They have access to the internet. They have access to porn. Like we didn't have access to stuff like that when we were growing up. 
it wasn't as prevalent. If you wanted to get porn from the internet, it would take you. You would have to download, to download a torrent. A yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone that was like yeah. born after like 2003 listening to this is mm-hmm. like, what? <laughs> a what? Yeah. It's just, it wasn't like it is now. And so they have access to everything at their fingertips and you can put all the protections and the, you know, I've got the filter on there, but they always figure out a way to get around stuff like that. So I don't know. We talked about it pretty early and even recently since uh, he's been in a relationship for eight months or something and he's 15 and a half. Like Mm -hmm. I had sex. I was barely 16 when I had sex for the first time. Yeah. Same. And so I'm like, um, I don't want to be a grandma at 35. So if we need to go to the gynecologist, which you're going to need to get an exam soon anyways, um, I can go in with you. I can take, drive you and sit in the waiting room. So you're not embarrassed. I can, you know, whatever you want to do, but we need to make sure that we're being smart and being protected. So. Yeah. I think that's, you know, coming from somebody that knows absolutely nothing. I feel like that's the most important thing for kids though, is like knowing that they have a parent that they could actually talk to about that stuff and like come to with their problems. You know what I mean? Like, um, I didn't feel like I could go to my mom until I was older until I Mm -hmm. I didn't talk to her about my like sex problems or anything until I was in my twenties. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I wish I could have. Well, I don't think, I don't think I went to the gynecologist till I was like 18 or so. And I think it would have been, and I, and then I was just all on my own. Like I'd never been, I didn't know what to expect. Like, you know, it's weird. So I'm like, I think it's smart to start at like 16 or something and you go in and you, okay, this is what's going to happen. This is what I'm doing. This is why, how often you need to do this. And, you know, it's good to start learning about your your health and your body as early as possible so you know what to expect and you don't just like put it off because you don't know what's going to happen. So yeah. <sighs> Let's not be yeah. those parents like um you know God bless her soul rest in peace Angie uh, McKenzie's mom on Teen Mom 3 slash oh, did Teen she Mom not OG. Talk to her about anything? Well, obviously Mackenzie got pregnant when she was a teenager. Um, but her whole thing was that she wouldn't allow Mackenzie to go on birth control because she thought that that would be like giving her permission. Well, two (laughs) things. She was super religious. So she was against birth control anyways, because she thought it was a whole other thing. Like Dr. Drew had only for reproduction, right? Dr. Drew had to like explain the science of the birth control pill to her on one of the reunions because she thought it was like giving yourself an abortion every month. Mm -hmm. Like it was oh my god fucking stupid religion is so I almost used a bad word there Um, religion is so damaging in so many ways and then she wouldn't let Mackenzie go on birth control because she's like oh well if I put you on birth control then I'm giving you permission to have sex and then even um you know Erica and I are slowly but surely covering teen mom three on both of our main feeds and we just did the episode where Mackenzie wanted to get an IUD put in because she's like you know we're trying to be abstinent until we get married but it it could happen like it happened before we had a baby and if it happens Mm -hmm. again I don't want to have another baby and her mom was like losing her shit like well if you were actually abstaining from sex then you wouldn't need to put and it's just so let's not do that it's not realistic no it's so stupid and that's the thing is like teenagers don't need your quote permission to have sex they're going to fucking have sex like think about you have to remember try to remember your best what you were like as a teenager and how you felt that you were so grown up and you could handle anything and you were in love and this and that. And so you have to take that knowledge. You have to put yourself in their position and in your position when you were a teenager and use that knowledge to help you make smarter choices. Now you can't look at it from, well, I'm 34 and I know how hard it is to have a child by yourself. And if I could go back to being 16, maybe I wouldn't have, that's irrelevant. It's irrelevant what I would do now that I'm twice the age as when I was like, you just have to be smarter about it. 
they don't need your permission to have sex and birth control is not going to change the fact of whether they're having sex or not. It's just going to protect them if they do. I was going to say just because someone's on birth control doesn't mean that they're going to just like, you know, the second they get on the pill, they're not just going to like go out there and start fucking like it's literally like I was on the pill for like, I feel like probably at least two years before I lost my virginity. So like it, it doesn't mean anything it you know what I mean so um oh, and it's I just was having an extra... sex long before I was on the pill so for like two years before I was on the pill we were doing pull out methods and see my condoms. mom also worked at a high school now my mom also worked at a high school that there were a couple teen pregnancies at so I feel like she probably like made me go on the pill when I was really young like just Good. in case yeah can you imagine as someone who does not want to have children that if you would have had one in high school oh my god well I wouldn't I would have had an abortion but well, it, yeah, it's better duh. to not get pregnant at all <laughs> yes exactly we want to prevent uh yes. first of first and foremost but yeah I, I I'm surprised that I did not get pregnant in the two years that I was being very irresponsible and not on birth control Um, And then also, I think it's important to talk about protecting yourself with condoms and protecting yourself against STDs and getting your STD test done and all that, because um, I did go through a very, very promiscuous stage from like, like in my early 20s, as we do, as you do, as you should. Um, As I hope everybody listening did. (laughs) And so best time of my life. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, it was great. So, but you have to teach your kids how to use condoms and how to, in and women should be carrying condoms because it never should be an excuse of, well, I don't have any. Oh, great. I do. Here you go. And also the biggest thing I saw this on Reddit today, and this has happened to probably a lot of people listening. Unfortunately, when a guy uses a condom, but then takes it off halfway mm-hmm. through the sex without your permission, like that's sexual assault like a a guy can go to jail for that like that happened to me when I was like probably 22 um it's what do they call they call like stealthing yeah it's like just because you consent consenting to protected sex and consenting to unprotected sex are two different things I love how you and I are like turning this into like the Julie and Justine sex show (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> late night <laughs> I knew we would find something to talk about Always. um yeah so yeah exactly that the whole stealthing thing is is a whole nother conversation but um I'll also this is kind of a weird thing too is like, I I do believe women should carry condoms because if you get horny and you want to have sex with somebody you sh- you don't want to make a poor decision and have unprotected sex just because the condom isn't available because sometimes you make dumb decisions when you're horny and like you're Mm. in the moment Mm. and so Mm -hmm. if you carry your own condoms on you that's a better chance of being protected and also also, guys are stupid and they'll like they'll use one that's like been washed in the washing machine like tyler from teen mom (gasps) no that's how they say that caitlin got pregnant with carly because tyler said that he used a, a condom that went in the washing machine he thought it would be okay still Oh my fucking god. Wow. 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 Um, also some men think they're bigger than they are and they'll get a magnum and they don't fucking need a magnum. I've okay, okay, magnums, before. that's not a thing. I will like forever stand up for this. Like it I'm pretty sure it's been some proven. Need, some men need magnums. But it's been proven though that magnums aren't actually any big, a bigger than like a regular size Trojan or anything. What? Like it's literally just the marketing for them. Maybe it's the way they roll it up and they package it in a larger package or something. I th- I think it's honestly just the marketing. I did not know that. I could be what wrong. I, I know, could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I read what that. What I do somewhere. know is there are men out there who think that their dicks are bigger than they are, and I've had like a t- I've had a condom come off inside me before, and that's just like Amy too. Schumer in Trainwreck. I've never seen that. I hate Amy Schumer. Oh, I hate her so much. I don't I like her either, her. but that's one of my favorite movies. Mm. There's like a scene okay. where they're at a baby shower and they're like going around, like all saying like something scandalous that happened to you, but they're all like 
goody two oh shoes housewife saying that like they eat ice cream in the middle of the night and then amy <laughs> schumer's character was like one time i was fucking this guy the condom and then all of a sudden we couldn't find the condom then i realized oh shit it's inside of me so i just kind of had to make a little hook and like get it out and they're all just like staring at her mm-hmm. yeah it happens and so have a variety pack carry around a few different sizes you know like you don't want to slap on an XL. I think I don't I don't think that that has anything to do with the size of the guy. I think that's just like sometimes it happens type of thing because too big because also like um, (laughs) Brianna from Teen Mom tweeted this once that when her and Brittany were younger Roxanne put a condom on her like whole arm to show them that if a guy tries to tell you that like a condom doesn't fit that he's wrong. (laughs) Oh my god that's brilliant and they both still ended up pregnant at 16 oh that's true they did oh shit i mean you can lead a horse to water you know i know (laughs) no that's crazy but yeah the the time that it happened to me it was like an average guy who was using like an xxl condoms like you, you do not need this and you know i was right imagine that but yeah so i don't know ladies pathetic for him huh pathetic for him i know I know like come on then it's always better to act like you're smaller than you think you are than to act like you're bigger than you think you are let's you want someone to be pleasantly surprised not disappointed yeah to also say that like um I also think that size does not matter to an extent like let's just throw that out there too while we're talking about this I agree I think I'm totally down for like average. Average is fantastic. Average is wonderful. I have been with really, really like, like couldn't tell it was in before. I have been with someone like that though. And then in that case, it does matter. But those, those guys <laughs> are good at like so much better at all the other stuff though. This guy wasn't so. Yeah. Okay. Well then he needs to like go to school or something because yes. usually he needs that's, to watch the that's Sunday night the- sex show. <laughs> Sue Johansson will teach him. Oh She'll draw God. a diagram. Hopefully he's gotten better. It's been 20 years. So um, <laughs> just to like get off topic and go back to the mental health yeah, thing for a bit, it. because you brought up TikTok. I deleted TikTok off my phone. I didn't mm-hmm. delete my account. I just deleted off the phone. Um, so, you know, when you guys send me videos and stuff, I, I still open them. Um, mm-hmm. But like the whole just mindlessly scrolling on your phone thing. And then one thing that I realized is that I was complaining that like people on TikTok were really mean, but then I realized that I was really mean on TikTok too. Like there was something about it. It just made me a fucking savage. I would just scroll and like comment whatever the fuck I wanted on anyone's video. And the internet really like makes me a different person. And I feel Mm -hmm. like it makes everyone a different person to an extent. You know, this is like when I'm just doing stuff like TikTok or Instagram or anything, not talking about podcast stuff, because I feel like I'm like more real with podcast stuff. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it just, it just was making me like angry. And like I said, I would sit there and scroll and then like an hour would go by and I could have been like, wow, I could have been doing something else for an hour. You know, even reading a book is like better than just scrolling on your phone. So um fuck TikTok is where I'm getting at this. I feel like it's such a waste of time. And also like, everyone's going to hate me for saying this, but like Joe Rogan, like did an episode about TikTok and like the, the terms and conditions that you agree to is like mm-hmm. fucked. Why South Park like has Joe an Rogan? episode is about he conservative? that too. I don't really know anything about Joe Rogan. I think people don't like Joe Rogan because he just First of all, he's not like a lot of other podcast interviewers where they just kind of uh-huh and like listen. Like he will question the shit out of any guest that's on his show. Like he doesn't and give a fuck. His podcasts are super long, but they're not dra- they're not feeling like they're dragged out. They're interesting even though they're like 3 hours long. Listen, I don't interesting. Yeah, and that's why I don't listen to every one of his episodes. Like I'll listen/watch if he has somebody that I like on or like Mm-hmm. Or and besides that, I'll just watch like clips on YouTube and stuff. Um, but I I, th- I think that that's why I think he's like super opinionated. 
Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, people just don't like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. I understand. I like him. I I haven't heard anything that I haven't liked, but I don't watch people's, I don't pay attention to people's political views and stuff like that. But I think he has an interesting show and a good show, obviously. Um, he just kills me sometimes. Like when he's, uh, you know, like what my favorite is like what he said to Tom DeLong when Tom DeLong was going off about how like the government like picked him to like help find the aliens or whatever. And he's like, they do know you're just the dude from Blink-182, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's just, like, so serious. Or, like... Um... You're just the dude from Blink-182. <laughs> I mean, seriously, though. But, yeah, true. Seriously. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's fucking funny sometimes. <laughs> well, he was a comedian. That's how he started before he was on Fear Factor or anything. Yeah. I remember seeing his stand-up on Comedy Central like years ago, years and years I years love ago. his one stand-up where he talks about Fear Factor and he's like, I swear to God, every day I went to work, like I thought I was getting punked. Like, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, these people are going to drink like donkey semen in front of me right now. Oh are you God. fucking kidding me? Yeah, people love that show, though. They really did. Dude, I was gonna say- I I remember when I was like eight years old going to a Fear Factor themed birthday party that one of my classmates no, had. Really? I swear to God, that like unlocked a memory in me the other day. I was thinking about that. Like Fear Factor was huge. How is it themed? Like, was there like gummy worms? And I stuff think so. Like that? I think yeah. so. And you like had to go around and do everything. You had to drink bull semen. <laughs> <laughs> you had to like drink a two liter of coke (laughs) and then throw some pop rocks in there (laughs) if you live through it (laughs) i love it i love it well i was gonna say along the same lines of, of deleting tiktok from your phone i was thinking about this too but I have caught myself not spending so much time on TikTok, but getting lured into Instagram reels or Facebook where yes. they have the videos on Facebook. And I'll, I'll be just like trying to scroll through Facebook or trying to look at Instagram real quick. And then I realize, oh my God, so- somehow I've been scrolling through these reels for 20 minutes and it's catching me. So I was thinking the same thing. Maybe I should delete Facebook, Instagram, TikTok off of my phone. And then if I want to scroll, I have to pull up my laptop and and do it that way, which is harder. But yeah, I keep catching myself. They're getting me on Instagram. They're getting me on Facebook. Like they're getting me everywhere. Yeah. That's one thing I left out is that they'll get me on Instagram. I'll catch myself, but then I'll stop myself. I'm like, no, no, this is why you got rid of TikTok. Like you just need Mm -hmm. to chill. There's not as much good stuff on Instagram, but still. I like... I don't know. I I hate when I like watch a movie from like the 90s or the early 2000s or something. And I'm just like, oh, life was like so much better than like or even like Woodstock 99 and stuff like that. Like I look at that and I'm like, I wish that I was the age that I am now back then. Like I wish I could have enjoyed the 90s like as an adult that could like do whatever the fuck I wanted. Even if you were like in your late teens, early twenties in the nineties or mid nineties. Can you imagine how much fun that would be? I swear to God, I say this all the time. The nineties were the last great decade. Oh yeah. Amazing. There's just, I don't know if every, if every generation feels that way about their generation when they were a kid, but the nineties were absolutely something special in a lot of ways. Dude. Like I was thinking about this too, the other day, like imagine trying to explain or or I don't know if you have tried to explain with Alex yet dial up internet yeah I have yeah like I was thinking about that I was like the first computer I had was this big massive ass thing I had to share it with my mom and my brother and you know you couldn't use it if someone was on the phone and vice versa yeah. Well, we lived in a little apartment, so we didn't have a computer room, no, but we had a computer little area. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like MSN Messenger and then uh-huh. Messenger went on for years because I remember being in high school and still using yep. MSN Messenger. And remember, like, this is so fucking embarrassing to admit or think about. But like, if you liked a guy and he was online at the same time as you and he hadn't messaged you yet, then you would like do the fake sign out and sign in to pop up again to see if you <laughs> 
to like <laughs> just just so you know that he sees that you're online <laughs> or put some like emo lyrics on your away message yes oh my god yes my face and is like going red just <laughs> I always think about how awful it was when you had like LimeWire or BearShare and you were downloading a song and it would literally take like 10 hours to download a song one song illegally and then you'd finally get to the end and someone would pick up the phone and it'd kick you off and you you're done you're done it's over or you would finally get to play the song and it wasn't the song you were trying to download. Oh, I thought you were going to say it would be the song, but every like 10 seconds, it would be like trapaholics, real yeah. trap shit. Like, oh <laughs> that too. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Either way, it was awful. It I know. Awful. Like for some things, I love technology. Like I can go on and on about the things I love. Like oh, I love, yeah. I love being able to watch every season of Jersey Shore in one sitting if I can like any episode of any show is you know besides the few ones that we discuss right. sometimes are at your disposal like I love Spotify mm-hmm. um I love I love listening to podcasts I love the fact that like you can connect your phone to Bluetooth in your car and like have a podcast going and have your directions going because like remember yeah. map quest too yeah, like, you have to print it out on that's paper. another one like I'm so glad like I didn't drive back then like I didn't drive until cell phones and gps's were a thing because I like, can barely find stuff with gps now same, same. <laughs> <laughs> but then like Just but think- then like for every other thing like I fucking hate technology too because also like yeah, yeah artists like I don't know. They go on tour so much now because of it, which is also kind of like another thing because they don't make money off of selling music anymore like they used to. So that's kind of a good thing. But like, yeah, yeah, like Instagram and everyone comparing each other to each other's lives and stuff like that all the time. Um, Like Aubrey O'Day, Polly D's ex-girlfriend, like I always talk shit about her because she's still talking about that relationship. But one mm-hmm. thing that she did say when she was on Call Her Daddy that I actually agreed with her was like, if you're in a happy relationship, you're not on Instagram taking like selfies wearing matching Jordans in front of a car. Like, yeah, who cares? If you're in a happy relationship on Valentine's Day, you're like laying in bed eating Chinese food together or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. That's exactly true. I totally agree with that. And, you know, I just, I don't care about about social media. And that's hard as someone who is an entertainer of sorts and who likes to create entertainment for people. It's hard to feel that way, but then not then, then dread the creation of content for social media. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. cause I love recording this podcast with you, but then I'm like, yeah, after this, I'm going to have to put together all of the you know, polls and the questions and screenshots and all of the the hashtags and the tags yeah. and the Instagram posts and like I hate that part. We're definitely not to a point. Too. We're definitely not to a point where we can afford to pay someone to do it for us. So we're still the ones that have to do it, and that's the part I hate about it. But it goes hand in hand because if we don't market ourselves somewhat with social media, then we're not going to have a listenership. We're not going to grow our listenership. Mm-hmm. So. If I didn't have to, I would not do anything on Instagram. I would just like, or Facebook or anything. I would just hop on here every week with you and record this podcast and release it and move on with my life. (laughs) Yeah, same. I um, wish. Yeah. A lot of like celebrities are, you know, very fortunate because they don't have to run their own shit. Like they have people that like post for them and you know, yep. once in a while, they'll grab their own phone and record something, but. And it's easier than it used to be because there's Canva and there's all these apps that you can use, but it's still time consuming. It still takes a lot of time to do that stuff. So eh, I hate that part. But One thing, one like content creation that I have so much respect for is YouTube. People who do YouTube yeah. full time, like that shit seems so fucking time consuming. Like you have to record your videos. You have to be uh-huh. like out in public, like not giving a fuck what anyone thinks about you. Cause you're like mm-hmm. making a selfie video 
um, you know, and then you have to edit it and then you have to keep putting them out and putting them out because like mm-hmm. YouTube people have to put out videos like almost every single day or else yeah, people crazy. like forget about you. And like, yeah. yeah, you can make a lot of fucking money. Like there's Disney vloggers out there who make millions of dollars a year just Insane. going to Disney. But the Insane. shit that they have to do, like when you go on a vacation, you can't just go on a vacation. You have to film the whole fucking thing and then sit in your hotel room and edit. See, like, I would hate that. I would mm-hmm. hate that. That would not be fun for me. I just want to be in the moment. I don't want to have to worry about all the production shit afterwards. Like, I know my last like ugh. my last like uh, two times I went away with my friend when we went to Dominican. Then when we went to Jamaica. I was like, I'm gonna film this and like make a little vlog out of it and then as soon as you get there and you have a couple drinks you're like fuck that I'm like living in the moment the whole time I'm here you know it's because you feel like you have to or you feel like you should because other people do that and because it's good for your brand or it's good for your podcast or it's good for whatever and it's like who gives a fuck like enjoy like you said be in the moment and enjoy yourself enjoy your friend enjoy your you know, time together in the experience. That's the best part. I always we're in a stage right now where you have to market yourself. And if you don't, you're not going to get that, you know, you're not going to be able to monetize and all of that stuff. And that's kind of the dream, of course. Yeah, I know. I always like wish that I had more videos and stuff whenever I think about my trips, like especially when COVID happened. I'm like, oh, I wish I had so much more videos to watch of like old vacations and stuff now. But um, but at the same time, like, I wouldn't take back li- the living in the moment and the memories I have to be like on my phone, like right. looking through things. Also going back to like how the world was a better place before social media is like concerts, like like Motley Crue and like all of these bands that were like notorious for having crazy concerts and stuff. Like back in the day, people were just like doing drugs openly in the crowd. Like fucking flashing their tits like god knows what and now Mm -hmm. everyone just stands there holding up their fucking phones no one like flashes their tits or anything a because they're worried they're gonna get posted that like on social media and get fired from their job and shit because everyone has their phones and b like nobody actually cares about the concert and enjoying the show everyone just wants to like make videos and it's like for what nobody on your snapchat story like wants to watch oh, we the don't concert want to watch through that your shit. story it sounds awful it looks awful it looks like you yeah. filmed with a potato like it's terrible and you know there's professionals there right there's professional videographers and I made like two videos from the Wiz concert last summer and in both you can just hear me screaming over the song and anybody that opened up that video it hit the next button so fucking fast exactly to get out of it yeah (laughs) so just stop just enjoy yourself like I can't imagine what it's like for like I said like one of those uh, someone who's been touring like since the 80s and the 90s and then touring now where it's like it used to be a fucking crazy party and then now they go on tour and it's like what the hell's this you know yeah Ugh. yeah I don't know R.I.P. to the world as we knew it yeah hey they started making Tamagotchis again and Polly Pockets Please never say Polly Pocket again. I'm triggered. Oh, I loved my Polly Pocket. You didn't like your Polly Pocket? No, I loved Polly Pockets, but I'm triggered for a different reason. I'll tell you not on air. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. Wow. Okay. It took me a second. Um, Yeah, the 90s were really special. They really were. So many great memories and it's and sad 90s like fashion is coming back so it's, of course it's kind of like yeah not triggering triggering's the wrong word but like it makes you sad because it's like oh I remember when like the stuff was actually cool it's been no? lo- it, yeah it makes you sad to think wow it's been long enough that this has come back because I remember in the 90s when the 70s style came back and it was like the flare jeans, bell mm-hmm. bottoms, all kinds of stuff were coming in from the 90s or from the 70s. I was like, God, the 70s. I was like 20 years ago. And now here we are. And, you know, we're 30 years ago, 90 styles coming back. Oh, crazy. I just feel so old sometimes. I feel like my whole life is just like flown by. It's crazy. 
Yeah, I know. I feel like <sighs> that's why as you get older, you feel the need to be more productive with your time. Or at least mm -hmm. I do, at least, because you feel like the time goes by so much quicker. So um, it's more depressing to think about just laying around doing nothing for a day. Oh, God, uh, trust me, give. like laying around <laughs> doing nothing for a day is productive, too. Like, I, I oh, genuinely man. believe that is. But like to do that all the time, like I think about all the times I wasted just being like hungover as fuck. Yeah, but I see I didn't have that experience because I had a baby when I was younger, so I've never had the lay around and be lazy time. Even now, even now that I have a teenager, I got, you know, two businesses and podcasts and Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and, um, you know, workouts and phone calls and bills. And I, I, oh my God, what I wouldn't give for one lazy day in bed. Oh, sounds great. <laughs> I have too much going on. That's why I'm like watching these minimalist Instagram pages, just dreaming of a simple life you need to like go on vacation but just not even go do anything just like stay in the <laughs> hotel room the whole time and just like order room service and watch yeah. netflix it does sound really good i would love to do that i was even thinking um when ryan's parents were here we went over to the gaylord rockies which is massive like resort and it's kind of in the middle of nowhere it's kind of close to the airport but other than that there's not it's just houses around it and when his parents came in we went there because we just needed something to do and we didn't want to be downtown Denver because they had a flight later that night so we were kind of closer to the airport we went up there parked went in they've got all kinds of activities they have like escape room they have all kinds of stuff but they have this main center area where you walk down the stairs and it's beautiful they have this massive fireplace and all these like comfy chairs that you can sit in around it there's bars all around there's food they've got like a floor to ceiling window with a beautiful view and i was like i could come here with my husband just to like have a couple of drinks and sit in this space and maybe play like cards or something for a couple hours and that would be such a nice day it's just a pretty place to be and i'm like I, I'm totally going to plan that for a date day for sure. That sounds oh, so it's fun. So nice. And it's, it's just fun. It's like, you feel like you're on a vacation, but you're like 20 minutes away from home. I yeah. want to do that. I think day dates and like day trips and stuff like that are super important too. pretty much anywhere that you live. You can find something within a couple hours of you. That'll be a fun way to spend your day. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh. Do you have any vacations planned for this year or are you just are you planning um, anything? Well, yet? I really want to come to Colorado. Yeah. That's definitely on my, definitely Calgary because like there's so many direct flights to Calgary from the little airport that's near my house and they're mm -hmm. so cheap. I, I have like no excuse not to go to Calgary. So definitely that Colorado, um, it, it, like I said, I really, really, really want to go to the the Bob Marley tribute at Red Rocks on 420. I'm like, oh I want to go to God. Wiz Khalifa. And then Wiz Khalifa's like two days later. Mm -hmm. Um that'd be fun. Um, what else? Uh definitely going to Niagara Falls Comic Con this year. I know that's not a vacation, Ooh, but that's like that's I'm fun. Definitely doing that. Just, on the just because side or the New York side? Niagara, uh, Canada side because okay, cool. uh, David Howard Thornton and Damian Leone <gasps> are going to be David Howard Thornton's going to be in costume as what art. Is that? So that's that's the only art the clown. No, when? Oh, when? June. June to June. Oh, okay. Um, vacations planned. Nothing like planned, but I definitely need to redo my Halloween Horror Nights bullshit. <laughs> you have to redo your what halloween horror nights oh since yes. that didn't end up happening so oh yeah that'd be fun i know i have all kinds of things that i want to do but i'm like i don't know when i could do them i'm definitely going back to jamaica too this year i just don't know when i feel Is your like man Jam gonna go with you on any of those trips um well i did bring up that i want to go to jamaica so we'll see but him and I will probably do Florida again for sure. I was gonna say he went with you for horror nights. You guys just kind of got screwed out of that vacation. Well, we had uh like eleven days of it or whatever. Yeah, but you didn't actually get to do 
horror nights right i know yeah 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 well definitely some bills away games the the opponents are out which by the way this bothers me because they're playing the the denver broncos next season mm -hmm. but they're gonna be in buffalo not in denver because i was like oh that'd be like perfect time to come out and we could all go to the game yeah because i've never been to a game before I need to go to a, a lot of I tell everyone that I'm like once you go to an NFL game and you like experience the you insanity it. like it's you'll never experience anything like that in your life it's fucking crazy people show up like so early in the morning just like bust out these huge barbecues like some people yeah. go all out have crazy food some people just like start drinking right away doesn't mm -hmm. matter the weather how hot or how fucking cold it is everyone just parties it's so fun yeah, that definitely does sound like a good time. I understand it. Like I, and you know what? There's so little in life that brings joy. You really can get into a rut where you're just working and paying bills and working and paying bills and taking care of your family. And, and you have to, to have something that's like every Sunday, this is what I'm doing from this month to this month. And it's fun and you look forward to it and it brings you joy and happiness. Like there has to be more of that in life. You have to make more time for things like that in life. Oh, yeah. So it's good for that. You know that every Sunday you're going to have a good time, except for a couple Sundays ago. You didn't have a good time that day. Oh, last Monday? Or Monday. Monday. Except now it's playoffs. So it's like, uh, it's it's crunch time. Now it's getting tense. This is like time when like the drinking really starts to go up. Uh -oh. <laughs> it's like the nerves are higher. It's like you're just drinking the whole time during the game. Anyways. Yeah. So today was my kid's first day back at school, and I've gotten so many text messages about anxiety attacks and this and that, and can you pick me up? And oh, Jesus. I don't know. Uh, I might that's so me. hard. I know. It's hard because it's like life is tough, but also sometimes. It's, it's so hard because when we were kids, it was like, suck it up. Mm -hmm. you this is how life is your yep. mental health does not matter and then nowadays people are too much into the mental health of it all and I know that right. you and I just talked about things that we do all the time to improve our mental health so I definitely think it is like an important thing and it's real and stuff like that but I definitely think there's a line it's hard to find a happy medium like there exactly. needs to be a good a good amount of life is uncomfortable and every day of your life, you're going to do things that you don't want to do. And then also, yeah, anxiety for me to tell you, just take some deep breaths. You probably want to punch me in the face because it's not that simple. And so like, I understand both sides of it, but I can't just be picking up from school every day. You can't be skipping class every, like we have to figure something out. So yeah, Ugh. there was there was a whole South Park episode about this a couple seasons ago where Cartman was just saying that he had anxiety so that he didn't have to like do anything. Like, I told uh -huh. you, I'm not going to have anxiety. And then Stan's uh -huh. like, everybody has anxiety, okay? Like everybody yep. gets nervous when they have to be out in social situations. Like everybody feels that way. Uh -huh. And it's like, it There's is kind of true. I just saw a TikTok of a little boy and it was the audio was like Kourtney Kardashian. And she was like, like, I don't, I just, I really am not trying to complain, but I really haven't slept good for like the past three days. And then like another clip saying like, I just feel like my head really hurts and like, I just, whatever. And the whole, and the caption of it was like, anytime you ask your kid to clean their room <laughs> and it was like all these reasons, like my back is really bothering me today. Like, I don't know if you know this, I just haven't slept well. Like, and that's exactly what it's like when you have a kid, they'll come up with every freaking excuse to not do whatever you want them to do. And it's just so obnoxious. Oh, I love the me meme laugh. where it's like, it's like, I would have beaten my 14 year old ass too, if I were my mom, because <laughs> she worked all day as a single mom and came home and I didn't even pull the chicken out of the freezer yes, or like, yes. or like I didn't even wash the dishes in the sink. Yeah. And it's like, that is. 
It, the I most look, frustrating thing. Is I look adult. back to that and I'm like, why didn't I just do that? It would have taken yeah, me just stop five what you're seconds. doing and get up and do it. Yeah. Why was I such a little shit? As an adult, that is one of the most frustrating things when you know what you want to make for dinner and you get home and realize that you didn't fucking get it out of the freezer. It could ruin your whole day. Like you could have a good day up until that point, And you're like, now I have to fucking figure out what else to have for dinner because this is not ready. It's totally frozen. Like it can ruin your day. So I totally understand why moms would be pissed off. Totally. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. So annoying. Well, I'm super hungry and I might have to go pick up my kids. So you got anything else? Um, not really. Just really quick. Did you watch Thousand Pound Best Friends or no? No, I haven't watched it. I saw like a couple of little clips about it. All right. Well, if you end up watching it, it, I, I, there's only been one episode so far and I loved it. I had a really good time watching it. The first season was so boring. Is the second season better so far? There's only one episode, but I liked it. I, I dropped off halfway through the second season as well, or the first season as well, but Uh I, I, I liked the episode. So if you watch it, we can talk about it. If not, like who cares? But um, okay. I am excited. Next week, we're going to be doing Thousand Pound Sisters, right? Yes, it's going to be the premiere on next Tuesday. So we'll be recording a little convo about that. I cannot wait to Word see it. I don't day. know. I I can't wait to hear your Chris impressions. I hope that Chris makes plenty of appearances in the episode. He's and so I... skinny now. Oh, Yeah. Because he had the surgery and he like, oh, in the trailer for the new season, he looks so skinny. I don't even think I've seen the trailer for the season. Okay. And that's what I'm doing immediately. That's what you're watching. I wish that we had it like set up so we could get like your live reaction to it right now. I know. Tammy's married. Well, and I was wondering, do you think they're going to make us to wait till like halfway or the end of this season to see the new boyfriend or to watch the relationship progress? Or is that probably uh, probably at least a couple episodes in, I would assume. I am excited. God, remember her other boyfriend that the BBW King? No, no, no. The guy before him, that like crackhead guy that came to visit. And then remember, Chris was like, he comes over here with a big thing of meatloaf like this big for the two of you to share. Yeah. Yeah. What was his name? Something with a J. Oh, God. I don't remember. I forget. But that shit was so good. I mean, it's just like, how can you not know that you're being fetishized? Like. She likes it. Well, she doesn't have a choice. Because nobody that doesn't no one she likes it a because she has a guy that wants to fuck her and b she likes it because she doesn't have to lose weight or anything or like right stop eating the way that she wants to eat like she she loves it for so many reasons she doesn't i mean but yeah like the she doesn't have a choice because nobody that's not fetishizing her is going to be interested in her she doesn't have that good of a personality that no she's look- a fucking cunt and that's <laughs> like, why i don't feel bad about talking I know, shit about her because she, I know, she treats same. everyone around her she's an awful horribly person. remember she's when the female they went Stephen on that- almost dude oh, don't even get me started on Stephen asante actually i just pepperoni pizza and a two liter bottle of coke six 600 pound life is supposed to be coming back soon too oh my god yeah all of these shows if you by the way because um i've been binging a lot of sister wives lately so i'm always on discovery plus um and you know there's so many documentaries about everything that you mm-hmm. could ever think of on there so if there's ever one you want to like watch and discuss i'm down okay. i feel like there's lots of like random true crime stuff on there i was also thinking about going to see the whale today because it's five dollar tuesday Mm, I, I want to see that Tuesday. so bad I know I keep hearing it so good and I I really need a good cry so I think I'm I think I might make that happen a today. star is born ew I hate that movie <gasps> what I hate the ending because you know I'm so judgmental over people <laughs> oh god when they unalive themselves that's the movie that uh Lauren the situation's wife said that uh-huh. she watched that all the time when he was in jail that was her crying movie why oh if i need a cry movie her. it's gonna be blue valentine or p.s i love you that scene in p.s i love you when she's crying on a pile I've of his clothes in the it. closet 
<laughs> Justine. <laughs> I haven't. Oh my sorry. god. It's so good. In the words of Nick Kachena. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, you need to see that. P.S. I love you. It's so good. I'm pretty sure you can stream that like almost anywhere. Yeah. I feel Please like that. Jody said it best when my girl. Like I I Aww. challenge anyone to watch my girl and not cry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you'll cry. P.S. I love you is a fantastic movie. You should watch Marley it. Marley and me will always yes, cry at that. It's a good crier. Mm-hmm. Did you cry at Blue Valentine? No. Okay. I definitely do. When yeah, at the ending scene? scene? Gets me every time. Yeah. The end really? scene gets me every time with the little girl. She so, she doesn't understand and she's like chasing him down. Like that is what upsets me. Yeah, it's fucked but up. I understand someone who hates children wouldn't feel that way. But I cried <laughs> at my girl with the children. That's true. That's true. Maybe you just didn't think that little girl was as likable as child Macaulay Culkin. I also, I, it's a different type of cry, but in teen mom, like when the babies are born, I always cry. Which is like so weird because I hate that kids, is... but I always cry. <laughs> that is pretty weird. On like these are disgusting when they first come out. On like Jersey Shore, when like friggin' the situation and Lauren had their friggin' demon child, I cried. Is he a demon child? I don't know anything. I, don't, I haven't seen I anything wanna, about I don't that wanna, kid. I don't want to say that. Uh, Lauren's pregnant again. Yep, I heard. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Jersey Shore news. Go to, come to the Shore store. This just in. All right, that's all I got. Thank you guys for listening. Go to uh, Patreon.com/slash/RestingBitchPod for two dollars a month. You're getting early ad-free episodes. You'll be listening to this early ad-free on Wednesday instead of Friday, and soon we'll have additional content as well. So thank you for listening. Bye, bitches. Bye, bitches. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) we're not editing that.